Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a mock draft Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast on today's show. I'm going to be going over six different mock drafts, taking a look at a couple of different options that the Tennessee Titans will have at pick 26. Should they look at wide receiver? Should they look at offensive line? Should they look at any other position like linebacker or quarterback? I'll give you guys my takes based on these mock drafts that we go over on a Mock Draft Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is a Mock Draft Monday here on the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Been a Tennessee Titans fan for over 20 years. Been breaking down the film for three seasons now, covering all the news and notes out of Nashville as well. Make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. Check out the podcast on YouTube, on the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe over there. Smash that notification bell so you know when all of my content goes live. Throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching on YouTube right now. Check me out on social media, at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter, at Locked On Titans Pod on Facebook. Thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. It is a Mock Draft Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast and it is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. But it is a Mock Draft Monday, and as we are going to do pretty much every Monday leading up to the NFL Draft, we are going to take a look at some Mock Drafts. We'll use outside Mock Drafts from National Pundits, but I'll be putting together some of my own seven-round Mock Drafts for the Titans based on some Mock Draft Simulators. I am going to have some times where I take a look at Mock Drafts from you guys submitted from Tennessee Titans fans and my loyal listeners to the Locked on Titans podcast. So it's a good opportunity on Mondays for us to kind of take a look at what options the Titans have specifically in the first round today. And there are some names and some positions that continue to come up. So let's have a little bit of a discussion about what makes the most sense for the Tennessee Titans. Number one, we are going to start with a mock draft coming from Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network. She definitely has a a background in statistics and analytics and things like that. So we're going to take a look at what she has to say for the Titans at pick number 26. And this name that comes up in Cynthia's mock draft for the Titans at 26 happens to be one of my favorite possible selections the Tennessee Titans could make in the first round. And it is center interior offensive lineman Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa. And Cynthia had this to say about the pick. Quote, Linderbaum ranks in the top 95, uh, 95th percentile in body control at the center position and maintain winning leverage on run blocks at the best rate in FBS last season. End quote there. So, uh, Cynthia obviously has the numbers to back up her pick, but you take a look at some of the film on Linderbaum, and he would just be a perfect fit in the Titans' zone-blocking scheme. He's fantastic at reaching defensive tackles, even two gaps away from him, scooping those blocks, getting up to the second level. He's an athletic guy with great play strength as well. 
anytime that you're drafting an offensive lineman out of Iowa, you know exactly what you are going to get. So I would love for the Titans to end up with Tyler Linderbaum. Obviously, Ben Jones had a good season last year, but he's getting older. Who knows how much longer he'll play. Even if the Titans can bring Ben Jones back as a free agent for a cheap value deal, I think getting Linderbaum to be the pivot for the Titans for a decade I think that would still be a great pick. I would be over the moon. I got to tell you guys, Tyler Linderbaum has become one of my darlings, one of my guys that I would really love to see for the Titans. But the next mock draft that we are going to look at comes from CBS, and it is Tom Fornelli. And he has a guy who I know Titans fans want a pass catcher in the first round. I get that. And if the Titans do pick one late in the first round, I think this guy actually makes the most sense for what the Titans need in terms of explosion and and some creativity on offense, some playmaking. But it also checks the box of what we know the Titans like in terms of physicality, in terms of size at wide receiver. And Tom Fernelli has the Titans taking at pick 26, Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas. Again, six foot three, 225 pounds. He's basically an ultra-talented Nick Westbrook-Aquino, which clearly they love to have an NWI in there as that third wide receiver. I mean, Burks played some shotgun uh, wildcat quarterback. They handed him the ball. They threw a ton of bubble screens and quick screens and smoke routes to him just to get the ball in his hands for him to make plays. He plays with a little bit of running back to his game. All of that big physical size can get creative in the offensive game plan, using him in screens. Think about that bubble screen to Chester Rogers, and now imagine that it's going to Traylon Burks. You have the playmaking out of the slot position without sacrificing the blocking because Burks, although he's not as good of a blocker as Nick Westbrook-Akina, of course, he's going to give you that size and physicality that it can at least mirror that. So I think Traylon Burks would be a perfect pick, and here's what Fornelli had to say about his pick. He said, quote, Burks is one of my favorite prospects in this draft class. You know teams will be looking for the next Debo Samuel. Burks is a guy most likely to get that comp. I'm not sure it's accurate, but it's understandable. He's big, much quicker than you think he'd be when you look at him, and is an excellent after the catch. He can run away from people and run over people. In other words, he's a Titan. And I got to agree completely with Fornelli. I think if the Titans took a wide receiver in the first round, if they could just get their hands on pretty much any wide receiver, receiver. I think Burks may be the absolute best fit, but that's going to do it for the first two mock drafts that we are going to take a look at here. We're going to look at four more mock drafts today, two more in our next conversation. We get another offensive lineman that I think makes a lot of sense for the Titans and another wide receiver as well. Those are two positions that continue to come up. And if we're all honest with each other, depth on the offensive line and adding another playmaker has to be the Titans' two primary needs going into the NFL draft. But we're going to talk more about who those players are at those two positions. Before we get into that, do want to tell you guys a little bit more about the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bars are the best of both worlds when it comes to a protein bar. They're absolutely delicious. They have a ton of different great flavors. Some of my favorites are the salted caramel, uh, the cookies and cream, the peanut butter and chocolate is fantastic. They have a ton of different textures to their bars as well. They have Puff bars, which kind of have a, a marshmallowy texture in the middle. They have crunch bars, which 
obviously, as it would intend. has a nice crunch to it. So a ton of different fantastic flavors Built Bar has to offer. All the bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, but it's not just the taste. They are healthy for you as well. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, everything you would want from a protein bar and even more. I got to tell you, some of the Built Bars, in my opinion, are better than some candy bars that I have had. So you guys got to check out the Built Bars. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your next order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Titans fans, let's continue this Mock Draft Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Going over two more mock drafts that have some faces Titans need to really uh, acquaint themselves with. Some names that Titans fans are going to be hearing popping up for the Titans for the next few months until we get to the draft. And at two positions, offensive line and wide receiver that make a ton of sense for the Titans in the first round as well. Speaking of that, before we get into it, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. But diving into our next mock draft, it is from Lance Zerloin from the NFL Network. He has the Titans going with offensive lineman Zion Johnson out of Boston College. And like I talked about with Tyler Linderbaum, you get a guy who can really help you in a place where you need depth on that offensive line. He fits perfectly in the Titans' zone blocking scheme. He's got great athleticism, and especially when you look back at how he played in the Senior Bowl, once they put Zion Johnson in there uh, in the interior and they started running those inside zones, he was just clearing out paths all day long. So he's a guy who fits perfectly in the Titans' system at a position of need. It does make a lot of sense. Here's what Zerloin had to say about the pick. Quote, the Titans need talent along the interior, and Johnson just might offer guard center value after playing in the pivot at the Senior Bowl. He's a powerful run blocker who stood out in Mobile. So, like I was talking about, he had a great performance in the Senior Bowl, can be that pivot for the Titans playing at center. He could play guard if the Titans choose to move on from Roger Saffold and they don't feel comfortable putting Dylan Raidens there, putting Aaron Brewer there full-time. He could be a guy's eye on to come in and compete. So I like that pick. The only thing I will say is there were or there is another option that I think makes more sense. I think Tyler Linderbaum is clearly a better player than Zion Johnson. And Linderbaum went number 31 in Zerlin's mock draft. There are a couple of these mock drafts where Linderbaum went in the top 10. Now, I think that's a little overzealous. I think Linderbaum uh, will come in in the mid-teens, most likely. But if the Titans had a straight-up choice between Zion Johnson and Tyler Linderbaum, i got to be honest, that would be a little sad if they would go. With Johnson, I don't think that'd be the right move. But if Linderbaum is gone and Johnson is there and make a little bit more sense, I'd still like to see the Titans do a trade down into the late first round, later at least, or the early second round, and then take Johnson. That would make a little bit more sense for me. But either way, it's a position of need, and if the ball the board falls the way that it may, uh, I could see the Titans doing that and making some sense. The next mock draft that we are going to take a look at comes from a colleague of mine from the Locked On Network, Vinny Iyer. Now, with this mock draft, he is writing for the Sporting News, so uh, shout out to Vinny there. But he gives the Titans, like I said, a familiar position in this mock draft. He has the Titans going with 
Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver out of Penn State, 5'11", 184 pounds. Now, the Titans need wide receiver, and I think they really, really need to uh, improve on that Chester Rogers role within the offense. To me, that's really what stands out the most. They have to find a guy who's better than Chester Rogers and is explosive enough to actually threaten defenses on those short little bubble screens. The Titans want to start doing a little bit more RPO. They want to start doing those things, quick bubble screens, quick... uh, smoke routes, things like that to get their playmakers the ball in space. Well, you need guys who can actually take advantage in space. And Chester Rogers and Nick Westbrook-Akina are not that. So Jahan Dotson could be that for the Titans while he is a smaller guy, 5'11", 180. Um, You know, he's explosive and can help the Titans in the slot on some of those plays that we've been talking about throughout the episode. So even though he doesn't match the physical profile of what we know the Titans like in a wide receiver, I mean, they did have Chester Rogers and Cam Batson on on the team for a reason, and Mason Kinsey on the practice squad for a reason. They know that there is a role within the offense for that short, speedy, um, you know, quick, bursty wide receiver. So the Titans at least acknowledge by what we've seen that they need that player in the offense. Now they just need a better version of that than what they've had for the past few years. And Dotson could give them that here is what Vinny had to say about the pick. Quote, the Titans didn't get the durability and explosiveness they needed out of a faded Julio Jones opposite A.J. Brown. Now they seem set on keeping Ryan Tannehill as the starting quarterback. They must upgrade his downfield options. Dotson is a speedy vertical threat with the quickness to also make big plays after making strong catches an open field and that vertical thread. I talk a lot about, you know, uh, the gadget plays, the the screens, the jet sweeps, the things like that that I would like to see incorporated more into the Titans offense. The Titans are having trouble um, getting early down yardage. You know, there are games where the Titans literally couldn't get any yards at all outside of third down. I think back to that San Francisco game in the first half. I mean, they got zero yards multiple times on first and second down running basic plays. Run a jet sweep to somebody. I mean, run a a bubble screen. Run these things that can help you manufacture offense. And you're going to be able to do that with more success if you have playmakers who can actually take advantage of that. And Dotson is somebody that could do that. So I got to say, I, I would rather have Traylon Burks. No way around it. If I, you know, when we get to my rankings and we talk about individual positions as we prepare for the draft, I'm going to have Burks rated higher than I'm going to have Dotson, but it would make sense there. Now, there are some other options that were on the table in this mock draft. Tight end Trey McBride ended up getting taken at pick 29. The Tip, uh, I guess you would say the consensus number one tight end out of Colorado State. So maybe, t- um, you know, folks, Dotson is a good player, but there's so much depth and talent at wide receiver that I would be okay if the Titans wanted to go with a Trey McBride and look for a wide receiver in the third round or something like that, or maybe go in free agency and try to find a better slot option than Chester Rogers. Also, Drake London, who is another one of those big-bodied wide receivers uh, from USC, He went at pick 30, so both of those guys would be an option. I think I would probably lean towards Drake London if if I had my choice of wide receiver over Dotson, but I still, you know, would be okay with the pick. Just an acknowledgement that the Titans are trying to improve their playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. But we got two more mock drafts to go over on today's Mock Draft Monday. We are going to dive into them before we do. Got to tell you guys about betonline.net. Football season might be over, but basketball is full steam ahead with both pro and college. For all the latest odds, 
totals, player performance props, where to find, uh, you know, the next great value, which coach is going to be fired. All of that you can find at betonline.net. It is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, let's cap off this Mock Draft Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We've gone through four mock drafts already, and coincidentally, we have seen all of the mock drafts be either offensive line or wide receivers. So I think uh, these pundits know exactly where the Titans' needs are going to be. But for this next mock draft, got a different position than we've seen taken. On today's show, before we get into that, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, I told you guys where to make your bets at betonline.net. Now, I want to tell you where to get your gambling advice, and that's the Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. They're giving you daily picks, uh, upset specials, Lee Sterling's lock of the day. It's a great place to get all of your gambling information and advice before you go place your wagers. Make sure you check out the Locked On Bets podcast presented by betonline.net, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find it anywhere and always free. But going into this next mock draft, it comes from Cam Meller from Pro Football Network. And I got to tell you, it's the worst one out of all six that we're going to go over today. And if this position gets taken, this is the new tight end for uh, for Titans mock drafts for uh, to all of 2018, all of 2019, a lot of 2020. These mock drafts from national opponents would give the Titans a tight end, a tight end, a tight end. Jonu Smith is a real thing. The Titans didn't need a tight end. So it never made any sense. And this is, like I said, this is the new tight end when it comes to mock drafts. The Titans have David Long. The Titans have Monty Rice. The Titans should be able to bring back Jayon Brown on a team-friendly contract. He's not going to get a big deal. He didn't have a great season. The Titans could potentially bring back Zach Cunningham as well. Well, I don't think it'll be on a $10 million deal that he's slated to get right now. The Titans may restructure him. The Titans may uh, cut him and then re-sign him, whatever they want to do. So the Titans, in my opinion, although there are still moving parts, the Titans are going to have depth at inside linebacker because of what they had last year. There's got to be enough of those pieces back to where I don't think you take a first-round linebacker. And first and foremost, I don't think you take a first-round linebacker anyways. Linebacker, John Robinson found David Long in the sixth round. There's no need to spend a first-round pick on a linebacker, on an off-ball linebacker. Absolutely not. And that's why... Uh, Cam Meller's pick of Nakobe Dean, the linebacker from Georgia, I just can't get down with. I, I just can't agree with. I'm not on board. I'm not. I don't think it makes sense. Now, Nakobe Dean is a fine player. He's a fine player. Nothing against him, but the Titans should not be taking a linebacker in the first round, period, let alone when they're set up to have some good pieces at linebacker in 2022. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. But I'll at least to keep it consistent, read you guys what Cam had to say about his selection. Quote, 
expecting Tennessee Titans head coach Mike Vrabel to know a thing about linebackers. He helps make the call here with N'Kobe Dean at pick 26. Dean was routinely seen calling out pre-snap reads that accurately predicted where the intended rushing direction was during his time at Georgia. He's smart, heady linebacker with amazing strength and his compact frame. Dean should immediately factor into the lineup for Tennessee. Both David Long Jr. and Zach Cunningham could be gone from the team following the 2022 season. Dean could be used on coverage and sub-package in year one or straight up as a three-down starter on the inside as he's good enough to do either with great success. Odds are the Titans grab a linebacker in free agency or the draft. To help with depth and future plans, there's no better answer to those questions than Lloyd or Dean in this draft. However, okay. I mean, he's not wrong about looking towards the future, but and he's not wrong about looking to add a linebacker in free agency or the draft. I think they do try to add another inside linebacker in the draft, but you don't do it in round one. That's really all it comes down to. And when you start to look at some of the other options that were on the table, Chris Olave was available. Tyler Linden uh, Linderbaum was available. Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle, was available. Traylon Burks at wide receiver, was available. If those four guys are on the board and the Titans take a linebacker, you are going to have to pull me uh, out of the Chattahoochee, man. Like, no way. No, I'm going to the Batman building in Nashville and jumping off. No way. The Titans are taking a linebacker over those four prospects. I just refuse to believe that. So, uh, no offense to Cam. Does good work there, but... No way. Not for me. I, I I refuse to believe the Titans will take a linebacker at pick 26. They had to have learned their lesson with Rashawn Evans. So uh, the final mock draft that I have is a guy who does fantastic work, was previously with the Draft Network, uh, got a new gig with ESPN. He is fantastic. His name's Jordan Reed. Uh, going over what his selection was for the Titans at pick 26, I really like it. Chris Olave. Now, Olave isn't going to be a guy who's getting in there and blocking all the time, but he's going to block about just as well as Chester Rogers would. So, Olave, six foot one. He is slender, but he is a speedster. He's a polished route runner. He's just a pro. He's just a pro already. He was dominant at Ohio State during his career. And this is what Jordan Reed had to say about the pick. Quote, the first year pairing Julio Jones with A.J. Brown didn't go as planned for the Titans, as the duo combined to miss nine games due to injury. Shed a tear. In search of a long-term answer that provides a different dynamic, Alave would bring speed. He's a target who can take advantage of all three areas of the field. One NFL scout described Alave to me as a more polished Will Fuller. Alave has a slender six-foot-one frame and could run in a 4-3 in the 40-yard dash at the Combine, he can unlock the downfield dynamic of the Tennessee offense and keep teams from solely focusing on Derrick Henry by loading up the box. I think that's great analysis from Jordan. I think he's spot on with what Alave could bring to the Titans. And here's another thing. So last year, a lot of the time, A.J. Brown was being used as the vertical threat to open up the middle for Julio Jones. Well, what if Julio Jones and A.J. Brown could both work over the middle because Chris Olave was taking the top off the defense and making that deep safety stay deep, keeping the middle open. The Titans need that desperately in their offense. Chester Rogers is not that guy. And you know what? It may feel like I'm beating a dead horse at this point, but the horse needs to be beat. 
The Titans cannot go into another season without a viable third option with speed that can stretch the field. They have been missing it the entire Ryan Tannehill era. It is necessary. Mike Rabel has neglected it over and over again, thinking it's not important. Oh, we'll just go with basically a tight end and Nick Westbrook-Akina in that role. No! Those days are over. The Titans have to add more speed on offense to be more explosive. We know the truth. So, I love the pick from Jordan Reed. Uh, What is it? Three out of our six mock drafts were wide receiver. I mean, it makes a ton of sense. It makes a ton of sense. And like I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to keep mixing up these mock draft Mondays. Did a couple national ones back to back. Next time, we're going to be looking at my own mock drafts, looking at some of your guys' mock drafts. A lot to discuss. So, uh, really do appreciate you guys sharing mock drafts with me. I don't mind that at all. I love discussing them as we all get more acquainted with some of these college players who make sense for the Titans. But that's going to do it for me today. I hope you guys enjoyed the big game. I'm recording this prior to the Super Bowl, so we'll discuss more uh, of what took place on Tuesday's show. Probably do a Twitter Tuesday and maybe answer some mailbag questions as well. So a lot coming up on the Locked On Titans podcast this week. Very excited to dig into this all-season content. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowan, and this was Locked On Titans.